Hi, I'm Darren Steele, and this is Think Queerly, a thought leadership podcast that cultivates inclusion, understanding, and social evolution for a more accepting, equitable, and humane world. Now, on the show, I explore LGBTQ2S plus history and social justice, and I often speak with other queer leaders who are working to make a meaningful difference in their communities and for the world. So on today's episode, it's just going to be me. And this will be a personal, somewhat off-the-cuff episode to tell you about what's been going on of late, because a major change happened in my life and in how I'm approaching what I'm doing with my work as of October 3rd of this year. Essentially, I took a full-time position opportunity with an organization in Toronto called Friends of Ruby and took on the position of Stewardship and Development Coordinator. But I want to tell you some of the backstory before I get to that. I've written about this before, I even talked about it before, that you can't change the world all by yourself. And for years, I kind of thought somehow, for some reason, I needed to, or that was my responsibility. And I would get actually quite upset sometimes about the things I would see happening in the world and feeling powerless and or maybe trying to do something and feeling like I wasn't seeing any action or movement forward. Now, as an individual or as a business, a corporation, or an organization that wants to create lasting change, if any of those corporations or entities or people want to work to solve the world's significant challenges and impact the common good, we need to first evolve individually to become the change that we wish to see in the world so that others will be inspired to follow our lead, those others that are maybe questioning, how can I make a difference? Or you might show up and decide to support other leaders whose mission you believe in. And this is exactly something that's happened in my case. Now, I believe in the work I've done for years as a coach that the, the path that I think it's so important we choose to consciously be on is one of self-mastery because the more we understand who we are what triggers us what brings us joy the more we can participate in an active dignified form of social evolution and and one that will hopefully lead to global transformation and improvement not just for individuals but for hopefully the health and uh, of our planet and our ability to live on this planet without suffering. So it requires an extremely high degree of personal and organizational responsibility to the common good. And when I say organizational, I mean political, in groups, in business, at the highest level of various forms of leadership. And that requires engendering trust and leading by supporting others, not leading for personal gain. I would argue that's not leadership, but that's an entirely other conversation just about leadership. So this significant change that I made in my life to go from completely self-employed to employed, 
it's taking me some time to realize that it's not quite a new direction per se, but it's a new path that is completely in alignment with what I stand for, that allows me to cultivate my skills, my interests, my talents, and what brings meaning to my life. The reason I made this change is because I came to a point in my career where I needed greater financial stability. It's been very challenging the last couple of years and, and the pandemic and the lockdown really threw my business and a lot of other people's businesses for a loop. So I started looking. I started looking into impact-driven community organizations that are making a meaningful difference. That's the only place I felt I could really put my skills and my talents behind and, and preferably one that was working for LGBTQ plus individuals in the community. So again, coming back to how I got to this point, because I think it's revealing and it talks about one's personal journey of, of self-awareness, of personal growth, and hopefully you can take from my story um, some inspiration for yourself, some insights into where you might be now, and if you're struggling, why sometimes making these kinds of choices are so important so that you can give yourself peace of mind. So I started my coaching career almost as an accident, but I was in fitness, personal training, and nutrition coaching. And the nutrition coaching programs that I were a part that I was a part of started to teach different coaching modalities. I was also trained by a high-level um, strength and conditioning coach who was teaching a particular kind of coaching. Um, I wouldn't say one that you would go get a certification for, but in the sense of coaching around mindset and, and athletes in particular and helping those individuals to overcome their struggles and their challenges and how we could apply that, at least how I could apply that to general population individuals who want to improve their fitness because I wasn't working with high-level athletes at that time. Now, I've been a student of personal development for at least 25 years. I remember how I got into it. Uh, I, I had a foray into network marketing, and most networking marketing companies are really big on, on personal improvement, uh, in part because I think you really have to believe in yourself in order to believe in the business model. And I certainly took a lot of um, growth and self-awareness and uh, leadership development from the personal growth industry, I did not do well in the network marketing industry. I was a big fan of Jim Rohn and his spoken word wisdom, attending his uh, leadership weekend training many years ago, one of the last he gave, and was a big fan of Anthony Robbins, attended his jump up and down, unleash the power within weekend. And I think as I started to learn more about coaching what inspired me about um, that kind of work, coaching individuals, was helping the person in front of me see their gifts and see the impact that they can have, often more than what they believe they are capable of accomplishing. And this is, this is a simple reason for this. We get caught in our own heads. We get caught in our own challenges and struggles 
and and beliefs and we can convince ourselves by having a circular argument in our head that the reason this isn't working is because and often it's just through very careful thoughtful questions from really listening to what a person is saying to help them understand the lack of logic in their circular thinking and to tie that back to what's most important to them and what they've already accomplished and perhaps what they keep chasing after or pursuing that gives them the greatest meaning. So in my work over the last number of years as a coach and in the messaging that I've been sharing in my written articles and here on the Think Queerly podcast, I've been exploring ways for LGBTQ creatives and changemakers to become more efficient at doing what they love, which would allow them to then have a bigger impact in, in the ways in which they lead others, whether they see themselves as a leader or as they see themselves as a changemaker, and to enjoy life, to enjoy greater well-being in the process. This is one of the biggest challenges of being an entrepreneur is that we can work nonstop. We can stress nonstop about the growth of our business. What's working? What's not working? What should I do? Why isn't this working? Why am I a failure? So many things that come up in the mind of an entrepreneur or somebody who is self-employed. And especially as a creative, when you're coming up with your own ideas and trying to put them out there into the world, you are concerned about what other people are going to think about what it is you create. You know, and unless you have that self-awareness... Um, and self-love, which is a belief in yourself that what you're doing is worthwhile, that when something doesn't work out, you can just look at it with some neutrality and say, huh, okay, I think I see what I was missing here and why this wasn't taken up by my audience, as opposed to, my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I succeed? So this work for me in coaching individuals has been very rewarding at, you know, for me, but I still long for being part of something that is much bigger than myself. And I've been seeking that for a long time, in particular in the areas of social impact and for equitable human rights and to work on the freedom from all forms of prejudice. And the question for a very long time in my mind has been, how? How can I do this? So when I started to think things through and observe what I have been doing in my life for the last 25 to 30 years and looking back over the history of my uh, different career paths and who I've worked with and my, my employment responsibilities, my roles, what I had to do, I saw a very clear pattern of supporting others. My role has always been about helping individuals, supporting other communities, or supporting organizations to succeed at making an impact through their mission and through their goals. When I look back to my, my very first um, company that I worked for, that I, I moved up into a uh, an executive position with Pink Triangle Press, the mission of Pink Triangle Press was daring together to set love free. It's a much larger mission statement than that, but that was the single sentence synopsis. 
My core responsibility at Pink Triangle Press was, my title was audio text director. I was managing the telephone dating service that was primarily for uh, gay men. And this was to, my role was to increase income and to increase profitability so that we would be able to continually fund the publications, the extra magazines in Toronto, Ottawa, and Vancouver, and to support the press further in its growth, its possibility of expansion, and initiatives that they could support at the community level across Canada. And then I looked at, okay, so what what did I do as a personal trainer? And then when I got my coaching certification to be a full-fledged nutrition coach, well, I was cultivating a compassionate approach to health and well-being. I was helping my clients see beyond the simple numbers, just the quantitative goals of like, oh, how many pounds have I lost? Or how many pounds of body fat have I lost? Or how much bigger can my chest be? Or how much more muscle mass can I gain? And while I helped them do that, I also helped them see that first through improving their well-being from the inside out, starting with how they thought and felt about themselves to take the pressure off the quantitative measure or the expectations of themselves when they saw themselves in the mirror or thought about how others would perceive them if they didn't feel they had the body they should have. And then for a very short while, when I was the executive secretary of Inspire Awards, which is an organization that honors inspiring LGBTQ, 2S plus people and businesses and organizations in the greater Toronto area, I showcased my attention to detail and organizational, organizational and communication skills and just owning the project and the self-management to go ahead and do the work that was required to get things done with a very uh, minimal amount of volunteers. And then when I come right back to what I've been doing for the last couple of years in my work as a personal leadership coach for LGBTQ plus creators and changemakers, well, it sometimes other people can speak better for me. And the words of one of my former clients, and this testimonial is on my website, Darren is a brilliant coach for any queer person, member of the LGBTQ plus community, or anyone wanting to make a positive impact in their community. So it always seems a little awkward to read a testimonial about myself, but I, I, when I think to what that client was saying when they said that, I am very interested and concerned when I'm working with another queer person about how can they be who they are, however they identify. And if they want to, how can they come from their queerness, their uniqueness, their history, their struggles, whatever the case may be, and and have that impact that gives them a pride in their accomplishments but also a pride in their difference and being able to come from that place wholeheartedly and openly. So this brings me to where I'm at now, this wonderful new and unplanned path. 
So just to reiterate, at the beginning of October, I took on a full-time opportunity as the stewardship and development coordinator with Friends of Ruby in Toronto, Canada. And that means I'm responsible in part for the data hygiene of, of donations to the organization, but the stewardship, the taking care of the policies, the approach, and how we relate to and cultivate and support our donor base. If you don't know what the organization is, Friends of Ruby supports 2S LGBTQIA plus youth aged 16 to 29 through mental health supports, social services, and housing at the Friends of Ruby home. And the Friends of Ruby vision is a world where all lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and two-spirit youth feel validated and are involved and empowered to live healthier lives. Just a long pause there to let you think about that, because this is incredible what this organization does. And the last five weeks now, I guess, that I've been there seeing what has been accomplished, how young this organization is, how I would say successful it is at this moment in the sense of how well organized and the people that brought it into being are really committed. When I go into the office, I feel like I'm at home because everyone there seems to really want to be there. And everyone there is really committed to doing the work to make this organization survive and thrive and hopefully expand, meaning that we can support more youth in many different ways. So as a result of this, I've had to, I've had to change everything. This has been a disruption in what my life was self-employed when I was working from home. So I'm, I'm working to realign my productivity. There's, there's my productivity when I'm in the office, but what, I'm in, what am I able to do after hours on my own? in the evenings, on the weekend, while still having, now it's very clear to me, work-life balance. You know, everything is different. I'm working in a different environment because I'm actually going into the office. That's something I haven't been used to for a very long time. I've had to adjust all of my priorities about what I thought I was going to accomplish And look at those accomplishments, those desired goals in a different way, which goes back to this idea of it's never about reaching the goal. It's about the path. I've never quite been attached to, oh, you know, I want to be this kind of a coach and um, that my business is just going to look this way. I've always had this more, this approach that is based in how I want to feel about the impact that I want to have and to be able to use all of my skills and what interests me and to apply them in order to make a difference. So this role at Friends of Ruby is an incredible fit for my skills of talent and talents and, and my own personal purpose and mission and the work that I want to keep doing to help cultivate queer empowerment. And working at Friends of Ruby allows me to make that more immediate and direct 
impact on improving the lives, in this case, of 2SLGBTQIA plus youth. So what this means going forward with respect to Darren providing coaching and the Think Queerly podcast and my articles is, is the following. I have to back off, but I'm not giving up and I'm not closing down any of those things. It means that I'm limited in the time that I have by choice of what I'm doing in my work with Friends of Ruby. And I need to become more efficient in some of the things I do, which might mean hiring someone to do the editing for my podcast, or even perhaps having someone help with transcriptions or working on articles with me. I don't know, but now I will have the capacity to do some of that work in a different way. So I haven't yet come to a full decision about how to formally proceed to say to you, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Because for the time being, I'm still getting used to what's new and what's different. I'm still getting used to what I'm learning and practicing in my role as the stewardship and development coordinator. That requires a lot of mental energy, and there's, there's quite some tiredness when I come home. So what I'm hoping to be able to do is to publish two episodes of Think Queerly a month. I might even go seasonal in the new year. But again, like I said, I have to figure these things out. I have to look at um, how I can perhaps just put my energy into the creation and the interviews of episodes and, and perhaps find someone else to help with uh, the editing and the production so that I can have enough time to commit to being able to create two podcasts two month, per month. And that's my hope. And... With respect to coaching, I'm still available, but on a very limited basis and now by referral only. I'm not going to be actively promoting it. I'm here. I'll mention it from time to time. And to that end, I've recently partnered with a company called Titanology with a colleague of mine and his out and proud business lounge for LGBTQ plus entrepreneurs. And in that um, business lounge, it's almost like a mastermind lounge in a way, loosely speaking, I am one of Titanology's subject matter experts. Uh, in this case, as a self-mastery and productivity coach. Now, the own Proud Business Lounge for LGBTQ plus entrepreneurs is an online membership platform where you have access to weekly trainings based on monthly topics that range from leadership, personal growth, lead generation, email and social media marketing, and profit maximization. There are a number of really incredible uh, subject matter experts inside this community that, you know, if you are already an LGBTQ plus entrepreneur with a business, but you're stuck in some way. You're not sure what to do next. You're not sure how to get new clients. You're not sure why you're not able to increase your income. This could be a great opportunity for you to be able to get a number of different touch points to receive and watch and take in a number of different trainings for all aspects of business 
And then also to be able to show up and ask questions, because one of my roles is to provide not only a monthly live Q&A session, but to, on a weekly basis, just interject to help answer questions around the areas of um, self-mastery, personal development, and productivity. So that's it for now. I invite you to stay tuned for updates uh, about the Think Really podcast. And my, my hope is that I'll get one out in two weeks time from now. But if it's a little bit longer, just bear with me and know that I'm still here. I'm just getting myself rebalanced and organized to make sure that I can do what I would like to do without burning the candle at both ends, which is nothing I would ever recommend. And I have a number of really fascinating guests that I have been so looking forward to speaking with and and getting in front of the camera that I think you're really going to enjoy in the coming months. So until next time, if you can't think straight, then remember, you can always think queerly.